0: Best I stay gravy. Yeah, yeah. I make statements, then the bank say it. We're vices. We're... Spend money like I hate saving. Whoa, now, it's for the ones who whip the stove round. Okay, if it ain't about the guala, don't doubt. Amateur, what? I
1: do a good morning, profile. good afternoon, good, good evening. evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Curving, a.k.a. Diddy Hendricks. A.K.A. Diddy Quarantino. A.K.A. Diddy Casanova. A.K.A. The One True King of the South. A.K.A. Playhouse Playlist Poppy. A.K.A. Clubhouse Poppy. A.K.A. Seasonal if- Depression Poppy. A.K.A.
0: Oh my God.
1: <laughs> A.K.A. Twitter coming for all you Instagram, Snapchats. Stole the whole flow bar for bar.
2: We gonna get uh, to that.
1: A.K.A. A nigga need a break, man.
2: Bro, a nigga's a tired, beat.
1: A nigga need a cookie and a nigga need a break. Uh, a nigga need a PS5 and a nigga need a break. Um, And on the hotline, let me not be rude, mm-hmm. and on the hotline, as always, it's my wonderful and gracious co-host.
0: Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Allie Nicole, a.k.a. your favorite little shit talker, a.k.a. that bald-headed badass, a.k.a. you niggas could never A.K.A. these niggas couldn't blow me with a cool breeze. A.K.A. did I mention I was your favorite little shit talker? A.K.A. that little baby who broke on her bullshit. What's up, Calvin?
1: Girl, you've been telling me for approximately five seconds and saying these niggas could never blow you like a cool breeze. Okay.
0: Bro, this shit hurts. This shit hurts. I don't know what I was... Actually, you know what? For the first time in my life, I know what I was thinking when I made a decision. Right, and with this particular decision, it's hard. This is probably the most like as somebody who's actually been in the gym and had a trainer. This physically requires more out of me than that did. And the thing that honestly I'm exercising more than my vibrator lately is is a lot of self discipline, a lot of discipline. I could have a different nigga in my bed or for the rest of the year, and be straight, which is nasty but also like you know what i'm saying like I, male attention is something i'm not lacking in i don't lack in that at all i can if i want a nigga i can have him and i'm not trying to flex i promise you that's not a flex because male attention isn't a flex niggas give day attention to anything but okay so let's discipline. focus on
1: you let's let's continue exactly. to keep the focus on you don't 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 start don't
0: start i'm not i'm not bashing but i'm saying like male attention isn't It ain't going nowhere. It's really not. And it never has. It never has. As a matter of fact, now that, like, my pussy's off off the table, I've been bombarded with dates and and opportunities and attention. Say attention, because these niggas have been in my inbox, like, disgustingly lately. And it's almost like, have y'all no shame? But no, they don't. They never did. So, with that being said, with all of that being said, we're just going to focus on Alex. That's all it is. Calvin, how was your week, Fran?
2: Fucking terrible.
0: Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) Oh. Didn't know we weren't being honest today. I'm sorry.
2: Okay. Um, You came in a little hot there. Well, here's a reason why. Tell us what happened. Work depression combined with COVID depression
1: combined with Residual election anxiety combined with seasonal depression um, is, like, forming like Voltron right now.
2: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: And between the clients that I work with, honestly, I think the one thing I'm still trying to learn and understand is that these clients will talk to you crazy.
2: And you got to eat it. And I just be like, it's not in my temperament to like eat disrespect.
1: And it's like with, these, with, with, with corporate America and with, with, you know what I'm saying, when you're working in an outward facing industry, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, there's, it's, it's almost like there's not a, 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 a standard of decorum that you would expect. From like any other sort of conversation, like and I think that's what's sticking with me right now. It's just like, fam, like if because because it's for an email, you feel neat you feel like you can get spicy. but mm-hmm. like you wouldn't say none of this shit to me in real life, like you wouldn't say a damn thing to me in real life, but because we're, 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 this client, you know what I'm saying, relationship, you just feel the need. You feel like you can get this shit off. And it's like, and I feel like a bitch, low key, because it's like, I, ha- I have to let you get this shit off. I feel like a hoe, and it's fuck with me. And, and <laughs> I'm, I am, and we'll talk, we'll touch on it a little bit later, but I, I'm, I'm tucking and I'm eating a lot of shit right now because I feel like it's for the greater good of everyone else around me because everyone else around me has their own, to be fair, more difficult shit to deal with. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, so I'm looking around and I'm like, I'll tuck, I'll tuck my shit. I'll eat it. I, 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 I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, you know what I'm saying? I'll, 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 I'll just tuck it. You know what I mean? Because I guess we can get into it now. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? When you, when you're
2: told that your energy is heavy, Right? Like when you're told that when you're told that like
1: people can feel when you're off when you're off, even when you think Mm -hmm. you're hiding it, right? You think you're you know, putting on a good face and shit. And when people was like, nah, we can feel that you're off. That that sticks with you. (laughs) That sticks with you. And it's like, Okay, cool. So 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 when I'm heavy, you know, it's kind of it's kind of the, the, the flip side of being someone people consider like the life of the party or being someone that people consider a some a jovial sort of person that when you're not mm-hmm. jovial in the life of the party everyone notices everyone picks up on it everyone just feels it and so I'm like okay cool if that's my responsibility cool I'll I'll be over here and I'll be I'll be out the way when I'm heavy because I know that like if if y'all can feel it, I'll I'll handle my shit to the side. And that way when y'all see me, when y'all around me, you know what I'm saying, I'm still me. Because everyone got their own shit right now. You know what I'm saying? Like this this COVID ain't this COVID and this 2020 ain't really helped a lot of motherfuckers. It's hurt it's hurt a lot of motherfuckers. And so I'm like, that's what that's where I'm at mentally. It's like, you know what? I'll eat it, I'll tuck it, I'll do I'll do the work on my own. Because everybody got shit going on right now, and so it's like, all right, cool. Everybody got shit going on right now. I don't need. It's 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 unfair of me right now to try to ask people who got their own shit going on to try to like help me with my shit. So I tuck it and I do. I work on my shit with my resources, like the therapist that I pay. Cool, I will talk to him. But like the rest of the shit, yeah, y'all, y'all, you know what I mean. <laughs> For the foreseeable future, it's like cool, you know what I mean? And it's just like I think
2: Um I'm
1: working. It it feels like I'm more busy now, but I'm not getting paid more. You know what I mean? And so and that's fucking with me. And it's just like anytime that you think you have like a moment to just breathe, it's like, nope, you gotta do this, or nope, someone's asking you for that. And you're like, you know. It's my job, or it's, or it's a, you know something that I need to do, but it's also like fuck, like I just got to, I just, I literally just got to lay down, or I'm I'm on my fucking lunch break, and I think, and this is a ramble, but fuck it, it's my platform. Um, it's like, fam, like when you working from home, and as long as I've been working from home, because I've been working from home since March, no breaks, no no going to the office, no no hybrids or whatever. Because when you're in the office, you can kind of lock in on office mode. Like all right, I'm in the office, I'm doing office shit. I'm doing the work that I'm in the office. And I, and once I leave this motherfucker, whenever I leave this motherfucker, I leave this motherfucker. And it's like that's not really the case anymore. And so it's literally like you know what I'm saying. You're in my house. You're in my space. You've been in my space for a while. It feels like I got a second roommate. And like oh, it, and you have more access to me now because you things that are usually emails and our Zoom meetings because we just feel the need to like over meet. And it's like I'm like I'm I'm getting ready to try to like take take an hour for lunch and shit. Emails coming in. And you're just like, or you come back and it's just a bunch of shit. It's just like it's, it's 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 a lie. But mm-hmm. I say all I say all that to say, You know what I mean? That like this shit. It doesn't look like we're 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 seeing the light at the end of the tunnel soon. So I need to just kind of suck it up and and, and, and get over it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because. Letting this, letting, letting this affect me the way that it's affected me isn't productive when there's nothing that can be changed about it for the foreseeable future. Like, and I think that's also why I'm angry is because I can't do anything to fix it. I'm a fixer. If you give me a problem, I need to solve it. And right now I'm getting problems with no solutions. And I'm just like, it's not computing in my head and my, my Capricorn ass when something doesn't make sense when the math doesn't map I get frustrated. And I'm frustrated right now.
2: <laughs> but that's why I hear I, it.
1: that's why I'm that's why I came in high. Cause I'm really and and I know this wasn't the, the happy go lucky start we usually try to do, but I'm I'm really trying to cope and, and deal with a new number new, this new normal and I am fucking failing miserably. And it is what it is. (laughs) Like it is what it is. You feel me? And I think I just need to kind of just be used to this feeling for a while, because if there is a light at the end of the tunnel, with the way twenty twenty is going, it's a fucking
2: incoming train. So that's my that's the last I'm gonna sing on that. Um, you know, friend. I I don't want to say anything that's going to take away from the
0: sentiments and the validity of how you feel. So what I am going to tell you is this. Give yourself some more grace for what you have already. Okay. For what you've already accomplished for yourself, give yourself congratulations.
2: For what you need
0: to get done, give yourself time. And what is not What is weighing on you? Give yourself grace. I think that because of the type of thinker and the type of producer and the type of man that you are, a lot of things are, okay, it's on me and my shoulders and I'm miserable doing it, but we have to get it done. Which is not, you're not alone in that feeling. Like, we're here with it and we've had conversations about that. I just want you to give yourself more grace and more patience. You don't have to have it for these niggas. You don't have to have it for these niggas, especially if you don't have it for Calvin. And that is a lot easier said than done. You are the backbone and the strength and the strong friend for a lot of people around you. You are a manager at your job and you're responsible for your, not only just your success, but a, a team of people as well. You have a lot of different factors that require you to show up in a lot of different ways. And I think sometimes that is overwhelming for you. So. My challenge to you is,
2: friend, give yourself some grace. Do what Calvin can do, and everything else is going to have to just be everything else.: Fair? <sighs> For the sake of this podcast fair.. Um, okay.
1: I just know, you know what I mean? Like I know I know how a standard I hold to myself. And I think if, if I'm being quite frank, I don't think I've met that standard for myself this year. And that eats at me. But it's also this, like, then the why comes in. Like, okay, why haven't it happened? And why haven't, like, this, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, and it's like all of these different things that, is your fault? Ain't your fault? Slightly your fault? Not your fault? You know what I mean? And so, so it's like it's a it's a constant battle to not overthink and to not and I lose. I lose that battle every time. And and when and it's also a constant battle to then not oh, be overly reliant on, the, on 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 the people around you because that is also problematic, right? Like if I'm if I'm the person. Every single time, I, I gotta lean on others, and like you, you can only lean on another motherfucker so much before that motherfucker also falls. Right, and it's like eventually, you know what I'm saying. So, like I often err to the side of like I got it, you know what I mean? Because be me consciousness of trying to be there for others, and I'm also the consciousness of like, you know how you feel when people kind of. Bring all that shit to you. don't do that to someone else because and when you're called out because you may have done it to, to other people, you tend to learn a lesson from it. It may not be the lesson they wanted you to learn because you know what what fun is life if you just learned a lesson the first time? Um but and you're just like, all right, cool, you know what I'm saying I'll, I'll eat it and and Ben and it fester and, and it kind of just it's like. It's like you're. It's like putting a lid on top of boiling pot of water, but so that you don't take it off the boiler, <laughs> and right. you fix the top when the boiling pot of water is just gonna fix it. So I'm like, no, nigga, remove the heat, <laughs> and it's like I right. feel me. So it's just like it's still bubbling inside of me, but I'm just trying to like tuck it. And so you know, shit happens. You know what I'm saying? Shit's fucked up out here, but you know it is what it is. We try to, we do,
2: we we do what we can with what we got, and. That's that's it, that's all. You
0: know, and, and we keep it pushing. We really do. That's what that's what we do best.
2: That's really what we do best. How um, are
0: you? My week Oh, my week was actually pretty good. Um, I got to be fine as fuck this weekend. Oh my god. You know? I'm really enjoying the space that I'm in right now.
1: I, I did see you with your titties out and You almost got your ass beat, but that's neither here nor there.
0: First of all, that dress was dressing, okay? That dress was dressing me, honey, okay? Like, I put on that dress and was like, this the one. This the one, period. This the one, okay? Um, so my Thursday kicked off at Nostalgia because I was off from work on Friday. Um, and my day kicked off, um, at, at, excuse me, got off of work on Thursday, went to Nostalgia, had an amazing time. I went by myself too, which is, well, part two, I'll get there. Um, then Friday night, I got to see Miss Lauren Elise. I went to her concert. She did a beautiful job, as I knew she was. She looked fucking incredible. Her band sounded amazing. Background singers were dope. The entire venue was we, um, it was at music hall, and of course because you buy your tickets in twos that the chairs are set up and, and, and a couple so and it was social distance out um, bar service ended pretty early actually. Um, it was honestly just a really really good time like me and the gentleman that I took with me we ended up getting, going to go get food afterward and it was just a really good time like it was at a ball um, then uh, that my Saturday. So my Saturday, I had to work, actually. So my intentions were to um, just go to work and come home, to be honest. That was my intention. Um, but I got hungry, and I decided to make, instead of me having a date night, I would make it a date weekend. And I ended up taking myself out to dinner, um, grabbing a drink, and again, bringing my black ass home. So it ended up being just like a really fucking good weekend for me. I, was, I looked incredible. Um, I felt great. I got a little bit of attention. I think that we, all right, how do I say this? I think that we underestimate the power that attention has on your confidence. I know I look good. I know, and I know I look good because I, I look good. I'm confident in that, right? But it's another thing when somebody else also notices that you a bad bitch, it definitely takes you up a couple notches. Like, on, the, on the, the confidence level. Like, yes, I'm getting attention from you and you and you, sis. And it looks damn good on me. And yes, it's not going to go to my head, but why not? Why not every once in a while letting a little bit of those compliments gas you up because you came outside to be a bad bitch. You are a bad bitch. Take it in,
2: sis. And that's I, what I did.
1: Oh, I, 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 Here's, I guess, I understand where I come from. I just can't say... I've ever experienced it to the levels because I think for every compliment positive, there's a, there's a negative attached in my head for me. It's that so, is so, so
0: pragmatic.
1: So, so it's not even pragmatic, it's what I see. Like we talk, we, we've had conversations about me not internalizing the things I see said about, and you know me, on, on, on social media. But again, just like it's, it's hard to not let the compliments get to your head, it's also hard to not let the, the, the insults or the the, the the slander get to you as well. So for me,
2: right. I've I've never it's hard. how do I phrase this? A lot of times I've had
1: I've had to work in really establishing self esteem because if I look for validation from external sources. Like, if I if I lived off of a compliment, I'm not saying I'm not saying no you did, you do, or anyone else did, but I think for me, if I live if I lived off the, the compliments of other people, I would die starving.
2: And if if you if you if you're
1: if you're fueled by the adulation of others, you'll run out
2: of gas just as just as soon as they do. And I, because you gotta understand you gotta understand where I come
1: from you gotta understand where I come from I've come like i always been the big kid I've always been this big tall kid I had glasses since I was in the fourth grade you feel me and so people ask me like like Diddy how, how are you funny how are you so slick with it how are you so able to think on your feet I'm like fam I had no fucking choice <laughs> you, you feel what I'm saying like, no choice. like if I was the one that couldn't come back quick fam like Shit would have been bad for me because we already have established Oh, I, think I talked and, about. We've already right. established here on this podcast that teenagers are assholes and, and, and middle and high school kids are the worst human beings on the face of this planet. And that hasn't changed since we were in in high school.
0: Way Baby, back kids are fucking awful.
1: And like, I couldn't, um, imagine, I couldn't imagine having social media as, a, as like a middle schooler now. You feel me? Like, I couldn't imagine. But I'm just, baby, but I say all of that's I say all that to say, like, to kind of wrap it up, it's just, like, I've always had to, I've always had to kind of, like, even fabricate it. You kind of almost have to fake it until you make it with self-confidence because it wasn't coming from external sources. Like, I've always, I've always been the person that's, like, I've had to win you over. I've had to, like, I was the song that you skipped and been found that was fire. And so, like, I've had to kind of build that, from the ground up through a foundation of just kind of internal shadow work and just internal, like, again, kind of pushing through it and, and, and tucking shit and just kind of fighting through it. And I think that's part of the reason that I'm so, that, that I am who I am now, both good and bad, is I've always had to fight through whatever internal or external insecurities that I've had because no one was really going to, to help you with that is either you fight through it and you win, or you let them insecurity beat your ass and, and everyone sees a vulnerable, weak individual and they also pile on. So that's kind of why I am who I am. I think it's great for you that you're able to kind of use that as the fuel, but not necessarily as a foundation. You're not building your car off the compliments of other people, but you know, every now and then it's have to get a little premium gas but you ain't pay for. And
0: so It I, is nice I, I, sometimes to hear. Like, listen. Sometimes, sometimes you do need to hear it out loud. And there's, and that doesn't make you or me or anybody else less humane for wanting that. Sometimes I just want to hear it. Sometimes, and and honestly, and this is even more truthful. If I wanted the compliments to be come from like a specific source or anything, I'd have just had company over. I'd have got fine as fuck and had invited people to come look at me. If that's the case, I just wanted to, I wanted to take Alex out. I wanted to get really fucking pretty and take myself out on a date. And I wanted some attention while I did it with a side of attention. The purpose was to go get food with a side of attention. And I did that. <laughs> so it wasn't like, it, it wasn't like the, the big screaming deal that we make shit like that out to be for me, but it was just, I deserved it. So I went and I spent my own money to make myself feel good.
1: I also was broke last weekend, so I couldn't do shit anyway, for real, for real. Like, I literally, I was damn near college broke last weekend with the bills I had to pay. Oh. Yeah. And just, you they're know what I'm saying, every, every, like, all the bills hit at once, and they're just like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? so it was like, literally just, you know, I, when, I think, I think what people don't realize, I think people realize it about men, but I think men don't realize it about themselves. And that's also part of the reason I have my opinion on why broke people should focus on themselves more than try to allow someone else in that space, is because when you feel like you're not financially secure, even if it's temporary, even if it's because all your bills are paid and you, don't, you just have a little less left over than what you anticipated, it fucks with you. And I think, I think sometimes we, we forget how mentally taxing being poor is and how mm-hmm. mentally taxing being broke is, and I think you you're not, you're, you're not going to be your best self in that space, and so, I think, I think a, lot, a lot that had to do with a lot of shit, too, it's like, when you look at your account, and them numbers ain't numbering right, you, you know what I'm saying, you shut down a little bit, like, I'm like, nigga, don't talk to me, nigga. and I'm over here, and, and especially me, I'm over here trying to figure out, like, okay, nigga, what are we doing to get some money? <laughs> like, what, we, what, we, what, what right. we doing, bro, like, you know what I'm saying, what we got, like, because the last thing, <laughs> I, don't ask, I don't ask people for money. I don't ask people. If I've asked you for money, it's because we've, we've either split something or you've owed me because I paid for both of us and I want my I get-back. I, get I don't ask people for money. It just it's one of those things that I'd, I'd rather starve than ask someone for money. It's just I know, I know it doesn't make sense. I know it's illogical. That's who I am. I'd rather start.
0: Laughing woman.
1: I'd rather star. So. I I get that. Well,
0: you ready to get with the shit, friends?
1: Yeah, let's put this week in fucking rice.
0: Ooh, we shall we shall we shall we? All right. So to get it kicked off, um, put her in this fucking update.
1: I love when social media giants do shit right before we record, so we have it so we have a fresh topic. <laughs> like, thank you, thank you, you know, for helping. Thank you, Belvin. Uh so 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 for those they, they, I think they released it everyone. So Twitter has decided to add stories. Um they're calling them fleets, and I, I don't appreciate that name, partly because of the members Baby. of the members <laughs> of LGBTQ community that are my friends that I know way too much about what that fleet
0: actually watching is. all of these cis heterosexual men use fleet as loosely as they've been doing today has been the tickle to my fancy all day i have been cackling and y'all have been using it and a lot of y'all don't know what fleeting is that have been using it and that's why i am sent honey. funny shit
2: Woo! love and to see it
1: i i hate it here i absolutely hate it here um and so, yeah, so, so Twitter has stories. And so, so Twitter, is, the stories feature is, is, a, is a direct copy of Snapchat and Instagram or Facebook since Facebook owns Instagram. And also they're creating, they're getting ready to launch audio spaces. So basically like they're trying to copy Clubhouse. Um, <laughs> and you know, club, Clubhouse is like literally an audio only platform you got it right now so you got to be invited in sort of situation because we're still beta testing We haven't made it public yet and just the entire thing so but like here's my thing and i'll and then i'll let you get to what your point you're making twitter is the wild wild west in general and now you want to add stories where the most wild part of any social media is the stories, especially because them story replies go straight to your DMS.
0: Baby, and it's nasty.
1: It's spooky season. And we could talk about the monetization of it. And, and probably even later, because that's, that, that's the monetization and how that's another social, topic
0: for another. Day, that, that's another day. Honestly. Because like,
1: it, it, there's a day of reckoning coming for all, you, for all the social media influencers, whether you use Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all of that, because these social media giants are becoming cartels. And, you, and, and the social media it, itself is a product. And, you, and anyone who knows anything about drugs and, and drug gangs knows that cartels don't like it when other people are selling on their turf. And they not getting the cut out of it. The same thing right. is is getting is applying here. That's just a a nugget I want y'all to hold as as, as audience for later on. Like this, there is something coming, and it's something brewing. And and when it comes, the social media influencers, the people who make their bags off of social media, off of Instagram and off of Twitter, off of Facebook. I would start now trying to think what's your next step is once you can't monetize your social media platform,
2: because it's coming. Mm-hmm.
1: It's coming. And it's coming sooner than you expect. But yeah. T- I agree. The, the, the Twitter stories, because I am not calling them fleets. I refuse, because no. The Twitter stories, the into the DMs, Ooh, buddy, that is going to be nasty. There's a reason I use third-party apps. <laughs> that is going to be a disgusting climate. And I think Jack and all the moderators on Twitter, if you want to become one of these Facebook, Instagram kind of one-stop shops, you either got to choose one of two ways. All of, the people that, all of the people that you protected because they're technically free speech are either going to ruin your app, especially in these fleets and DMs in Twitter stories, or you're going to have to really actually fucking moderate and get them the fuck out of here. Choose wisely.
2: You ain't lying, friend. I, I just think... I liked it better when all of these platforms
0: had their own individual personalities. Like, I, you go to IG for the aesthetics of it all. Like, honestly, I enjoy IG for the content. I like seeing my friends make themselves into straight-up art. Or memes, or just, you know what I'm saying? People getting on here and just talking shit. Like, I enjoy people sharing their art on Instagram. I love it. I like the fact that IG is pretty much a stream of consciousness. You, you have these thoughts and these opinions, and thousands, and they reach thousands upon millions of people every day. You know what I mean? And sometimes it hits, sometimes it, it make, doesn't make sense. And every day there is a Twitter subject of the day. And it's just your de- your arm de- to make sure that it's not your ass for any false or wrong reason, okay so and then, of course, you have your Facebook, which is for family at this point. I only post up when I need my family, no I'm breathing. F- like, uh, and f- I have family- facebook
1: is 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 Facebook is the lowest entry point, like everybody. Your mama got Facebook, your granny got Facebook, auntie got Facebook, your weird cousin got Facebook, everybody has Facebook.
0: But now that all of these social media apps are, A, starting to be ran by damn near the same people, and B, it's just not, it's just not what it is. Like, I I just don't, there's certain features I don't want to see on Twitter. Like, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't want an edit tweet on Twitter. If the tweet is so fucked up, delete it and write another one. Or, you know, what or, I'm if you it's know so like
1: pro- like proofread, because I think with Twitter. You know
0: what I'm saying? Just proofread it. Twitter, I think Twitter that-
1: has a misinformation problem anyway. And right. now, and, and you want to add edit tweets to this shit. Like, I can only imagine someone tweeting something, having hella people retweet it, and then editing that shit to, for, to something else. Like, like I un- and I understand. I too have been failed by a fire tweet having a typo. But a, you know what I'm saying? Either, either the edit, either the edit Twitter button has to have like you know how Gmail how you you get like ten to fifteen seconds to unsend the email if you didn't mean to send it. Right. But after that, it's over. I think the same sort of thing applies to Twitter. I think you, if you want them to give give you an edit button, it has to be a sixty second like you literally type it and you're like, "Fuck, I forgot to do whatever." You go in, you edit it, because once we get past that 50 seconds, nah, fam, you're trying to. You, you, then you can change the content of the tweet after it's already been retweeted and shared to the world. Nah, I'm good, bro.
0: I agree. I absolutely agree. Um, I just again, I miss also, each Twitter's, one of these social yeah.
1: media. Twitter stories, I know it's the first batch, but it just it feels lower quality than it, than IG stories. It, it does. just feels. It does. It feels bootleg, and it's just like honestly. It, until they they steal boomerangs and filters, a lot of a lot of the women's just gonna take their ID stories and put them on the Twitter. You feel me? So they just I, gonna before listen, before you post, they just it. gonna save it and then, they're just, then they're just gonna put it on the Twitter so, it's like. Eh.
2: And
0: I'm teeter totter the line, like how? Because I am a lot more flagrant on Twitter than I am on IG, so I'm like. I, I, saw we on, in, I saw titties on.
1: I saw titties on the Twitter stories. I
0: absolutely saw titties today on the TL. I saw some ass today on the TL. I saw a whole Gucci on the TL today. I was today. like,
1: I was like, and I oh. was up Oh I y'all wilding, y- y- y'all y'all wilding on, 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 on the Twitter stories. Like oh shit, like y'all wilding first day out. Like
2: who who y'all think y'all <laughs> are,
0: Gucci? Y'all think y'all Gucci?
2: Like y'all just going wild on out. the first day? Baby, wilding on the first day. Mm.
0: Okay, I ain't mad, sis. I am, but I'm not mad. Um, speaking of getting the last laugh, right?
2: hmm
0: Shout out to Megan the Stallion for being featured as GQ Magazine's Rapper of the Year. Not Female Rapper of the Year. Rapper of the Year. And it had you niggas' panties in a fucking bunch. And here's why. Megan Thee Stallion is, co- there is no bigger artist commercially as successful as Megan Thee Stallion right now.
1: Cap, and, and continue, but the numbers prove you differently. Continue.
0: Cap, Calvin, Megan Thee Stallion has been, you like referring to numbers as if J. Cole didn't already address how niggas be faking streams. So, the numbers, sure. But when you talk about the, the the name, Megan Thee Stallion, rings bells across the board. White people love Megan. Black girls obviously love Megan. We fucking love her. So seeing her get her fucking things, seeing Megan actually, like, getting awarded, not as a female rapper, but just as a... And, and you put a rapper, period. Seeing her get awarded like that makes me so happy. Especially because we know the kind of year that Megan has had. The past two years, on top of a massive amount of success, we've lost our mom, we've lost grandma, we've gotten shot at, we've had issues with record labels. All of these things that she's been, number one, extremely transparent and real with us about. So when Megan honestly gets her things and starts collecting the shit that she deserves, I stand every single time. The icing on top of that cake for me. Well, you know what, Calvin? You said something about cat.
2: Would you like to address it? Yes. So, I don't hate Megan. I ain't like Megan. Here it comes. What, what I don't like mm-hmm. has nothing to do with Megan, actually. And I think
1: you'd be a fool to say Megan's had a bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, Megan's not really an upcoming, rising indiv- individual. Like, I'm not saying that. I think my concern comes in. To when we like someone so much that, like, we prematurely put them in places that they haven't reached yet and put pressure on them unjustly. And I fear that we're doing that with her. Because, again, no, I am not, I can't speak for other niggas. I'm not saying, Megan had a bad year i'm not saying megan has has fallen off i'm not saying any of those things i'm i and she has gotten some very important places um i do think there is i do think there is a push behind megan whether it's through rock nation or through 300 entertainment that's really kind of pushing her into these places and interviews um situations and again shout out to her for having a good team I just I hate when when someone says,
2: Hey, I think this person had a better year, or I think, hey, I think these people have sold more
1: that it's automatically a misogynistic thing more so than an opinion or looking at the numbers based thing. Does that make sense? Because it's like, hey. Because, because I look at I look at someone like uh like like the only two people who went double platinum this year are Little Baby and Lulu Bird. out of everyone, old acts, new acts, red acts, blue acts, knickknack, Mac, Patty Wack, give a dog a bone.
0: Okay, so given that, right? I think, and this mm-hmm. is where you and I differ, right? When you start mm-hmm. talking about the numbers, we, you and I both know how easily manipulated these numbers are. You and I both know. And because it has already been exposed about how easily manipulated these numbers are and can be and have been called out for being, you have to start adding different factors to the Richter scale. Did Little Baby have an amazing year? He absolutely did. And I'm not saying that because I don't necessarily listen to all of his music. I'm not the biggest Little Baby fan. I'm not. And and honestly, I'll be honest, I pay more attention to female rappers than I do male rappers. So I'm going to be the last person to catch on to a new male act. and that's just me being completely honest with you but what i do know is that it can't just be about the numbers because it's not it's not because it was only about the let me let me finish
1: we only do this argument when it's people we like on the other side (laughs) that's
0: not true that's not true that's not true that's not true at all that's not that's absolutely not true at all i do like people. And I am going to go to bat for them. And it's not me saying that we have this argument because I only like Megan and I'm not the biggest fan of Little Baby. No. Little Baby's numbers are great. Is he as commercially and as commercially successful as Megan Thee Stallion? No, he's not. And that's a fact. And okay. also, the Richter, the, the Richter scale, the, the, the scale, right? the met, Excuse me, the metric stick of all of this includes the numbers. It's not just the numbers, though. And that's the portion of this argument, Calvin, I think you kind of leave out. We're not just looking at little baby, the, 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 the man with the numbers and the charts and double platinum. Yes, is that a huge part of the picture as it should be? Yes, but it's not the total package. We fucking love Megan and she is the complete package. The only thing missing is that okay, her numbers aren't as high as baby. But if you look at features, you look at the same way that we can stack up feature to feature. We can stack up single to single. We can talk about endorsement deals, we can talk about and we can talk about all the things that make a well-rounded artist. Megan is all of those things. That unfortunately when you talk put the numbers aside, Lil Baby hasn't gotten there yet. For the commer- that's commercial, false. oh my god! Oh, no, to be a, no. You're gonna sit here and tell me that little baby is as commercially successful as Megan but, The Stallion. Here's
1: so, listen, because you, you dead ass. Are you gonna let me finish or not? Because we can. Because if we if you're not letting me finish, we can dead this conversation right now.
2: Go ahead, Calvin. And I'm trying not to sound as frustrated, right? Because it's not. W-
1: I'm not even trying to pit them against each other. It's not a one or other thing, but it's no, like- No, but
0: I mean, he's one of the most male, successful male artists of this time. The comparison game to making, the comparisons between the two hottest male and female artists out right now is not, I don't think that's, that's false to do. So you're not in the wrong for that.
2: But what we, what we do when, because we, we did this with Nicki,
1: we did. We 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 did this with Cardi. We're, we're doing it with Meg. Is because rap is such a male dominated entity that when a when a woman breaks out like Megan's breaking out like Nicki broke out back in oh, like 2010, back when Cardi broke out a few years mm-hmm. back. That it's that we because mainstream-wise, even with the new girls, the City Girls, the Doja Cats, the the Sweeties, you know what I'm saying? There's more female rappers out now than there were back when it was Nicki and back when it was Cardi. But because it's still, comparatively speaking, it's like the lack, the the relative lack of female options makes it easier for a Megan Thee to stand out when compared to the rest of her rap peers. Because Megan... Because Megan is standing out comparatively. Megan's standing out with the rap girlies more than little baby is with the rap guy. I'll give, that's, that's, not, a, that's not a thing I'm debating. It's, but because like the, level, the, the relative level of standing out is different because of a relative like a competition, we start dismissing the other person's accomplishments. We start dismissing like, the, the feature runs that because yeah, Megan went on a feature run, but also Little Baby's been on damn near every song this year. That's that's had any sort of, t- you know what I mean. And so yes, Megan has more endorsement opportunities because for certain endorsement opportunities, Megan can get that Little Baby can't just off of this little Little Baby's not the prettiest. He's not the most handsome young man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, and so I understand that. So I think what. I think, my, I think my frustration comes down to is this, is we, all, we as a collective, as a culture, we switch narratives and arguments depending on whose side that we're on, because, and male, female, Black, like, we're all guilty of this, so I'm not pointing fingers at people. But we because we all do this to when's when it's people that we fuck with or people that versus people that we may not fuck with as much, but when we when when we have these discussions, I think I think the next step and the next level of growth in this in this female rap revolution or rap breakout that we're going to is to be able to have an honest comparison and conversation without super emotions and super, like, feelings get involved. Because, again, I think, I think Megan has, has, has a team behind her that has set her up very well. I'm very interested in seeing what her numbers look like for this album that, she, that she's releasing um, Friday. I'm very interested in seeing that because I think if, 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 if Megan comes out and then, and does the numbers, does the little baby numbers, does the future numbers, does the, okay. Like she here, here, like she here, 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 here. But if she does that and then it's like, it doesn't come, it doesn't hit that level yet. It's like, okay, then we gotta, we also gotta then reevaluate because oftentimes just like how we talk about how. People, you know, manipulate the numbers so so we can't really hold the numbers that face value. It's but everyone's everyone's playing the same rigged game. If, does that make sense? Like
2: the game. It does. If, We're if, still if going the to game, disagree.
1: If the game is rigged, everyone's playing that rigged game. You feel me? So it's like I don't really discount that because every every label's doing. It. Megan signed to Rock Nation. If Rock Nation. You feel me? Rock Nation is, is, plays the same games Interscope does, play the same games that Def Jam does, play the same games that every ever label does. Because that's because that's the game. So, and
0: are they I'm, wrong for playing it better than everybody else on the board? Is that not the it, point of the game?
1: Here's the thing: like, and here's, I'm not. But 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 the point is, I'm not saying if they play it better, they play it better. They're currently not playing that part of the game better. And I'm interested in seeing with all of the lead up that Megas gotten, the 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 and you know the all press is good press scenario of her, the Tory Lane's incident. She has the WAP single on the album. She has the the Savage Remix single on the album. You know what I'm saying? She's playing the game with this because you know the Savage the Savage Remix was on the Savage song was on the last last album. So she's playing the game. I really am interested in seeing what the numbers look like for her when she has this, this rollout that she's having. This is a great rollout. I'm interested in seeing and, what's going and, okay. on after this.
0: So to be fair, right, I think the part about this conversation that frustrates me is that even if it's unintentional, it is laced with a little bit of misogyny. It's there. Calvin, How? before you start, let me finish. How? Calvin, before you start, let me finish. And I'm not saying that it's from you. That's why I said, let me finish. I didn't say that you were being misogynistic in your approach to this conversation. I'm saying that when this conversation is being had, it is always, there's always a a veil of misogyny as if Megan can only be successful as a female rapper, as if she doesn't have bars for you niggas too. I'm not saying that that's coming from you because somebody as objective as you, I don't have to say that to. But when I've participated in this conversation in other platforms and other ways, the conversation is, because Megan is rapping about her pussy and fucking on niggas and running off with bags and that she gets hit with different kinds of criticisms than the niggas who rap about pretty much the same shit actually don't. And it's, it's annoying. It's annoying. I want to see female rappers getting their fucking things as rappers, not just female rappers because the girls are rapping their asses off. So with all of that being said, we, we we agree. And I don't think it's I don't I don't think you and I disagree on this topic. I think we have a different way of seeing it, and and that's and that's, that's that. it.
1: That's that it, it is what it is with that. Like I don't think I don't I don't think that we're ever really going to see eye to eye on this because I do think when
2: you get you get you get you do get extra criticism being a female rapper, but I also do think. It's kind of like being a star player on the team. So like no matter
1: if if, if, if the Lakers win is because Bron, it's because of Bron. If the Lakers lose, it's because of Bron. Even if Bron had the same 30 points both games, it's kind of like you get that extra level of criticism, you get the extra level of hype. It's like being the star quarterback, you know what I mean? So so I think with with the with the girls, with the girl rappers, I'm trying, you know, I think that's a, that's the same type of energy in the same type of environment that they're in i think that they have they do have a little bit more of a microscope on them partly because in rep and relatively there's less of them so it's easier for the women to kind of focus on the individual girl rappers because there's comparatively less than less of them when when you talk about the men rappers and so i do because of that extra focus that they get there's extra criticism and there's extra hype so, it's because everything that they're doing is, 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 is a little bit more under a microscope. And I, so, so, for the girls who make it, yeah, kudos. You get salutes. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you made it under a microscope. Just like we praise LeBron because he's made it under a microscope, I give that same level of salutes to the women who make it under a microscope. I do, but I also think that sometimes they get, they get extra criticism and extra, they get extra of both. And the question on whether that evens out or not, I'm not going to be able to answer. I don't think anyone besides the people, dealing with the extra criticism and praise get the answer but they do get a little bit of extra of both because it's less of them and right now like you know what i mean and maybe eventually we get to a point where because they continue to kind of even the playing field that we just we we talk about everybody in the same manner but because there's there's relatively less of them we do talk about them in more of a microscope manner both good and bad whether I don't know if that's right or wrong, I can't, but that's the, that's the reality of what we're doing right now. You feel me?
0: Right. I Listen, I, we're not going to disagree on that. We're not. That's not where we disagree on. I think that what we fail to address here is that the goalpost when it comes to female rappers is constantly moving. It's constantly moving. So when we see things like Megan Thee Stallion getting the accolades and the praise that she gets, and well, well deserved. It's always, it's always a well. What about the baby? Or what about this one? Or what about that one? And it's like, okay, yes, they had an amazing year, but did they have the year Megan did? No, they didn't. And that's the truth.
1: Rap is a rap is a competitive sport. rap is a competitive it platform, is.
0: right? But when you want to compare the artists. Knowing good and damn well when it comes to women rappers, how that goalpost always changes, and for Megan to still hit this marker the way she
2: did, that deserves applause. Period. What's next? All right. So I'm going with Gucci, bro. I don't care. I don't care.
0: I don't care. Gucci got me through high school. Gucci got me through college. I'm, gonna, I'm rocking with fucking Gucci.
1: Gucci versus Jeezy. Um, the versus battle that was originally T.I. versus Jeezy. I think last Thursday, last Friday, Saturday maybe, Gucci posted a flyer and everyone and everyone on social media collectively lost their minds. And from, from the looks of it, it looks like this battle's going down. By the time you hear this battle, by, by the time you hear this, the battle is already kind of taking place. So so these, so these takes are,
2: are, are probably going to sound somewhat stupid by the time it comes out. But, first and foremost, are them niggas even going to be in the same room? I pray not. Cause, and so
1: I think what, I think what what this announcement sh- has shown is who's a little more new to the culture because, uh-huh. because, I because you had everyone who was like around when So Icy came out, who was outside when So Icy came
2: out. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> when that announcement what? happened, everyone, everyone who was outside, outside was had a mixture of like, holy fuck, they got him to agree to this and oh my God, what the fuck are they mm-hmm. going to do if they're in a room together? Versus people who are newer didn't understand why the older people were flipping the fuck out. So if, you're, so if you weren't outside when, when So Icy came out, I'm going to give you a quick, brief <laughs> rundown on why everyone who was outside when So Icy came out is amazed that this is even happening. <laughs> so, Gucci Man, Young Jeansy. You know what I'm saying? Both Atlanta South, our artists, they had a song on Gucci's first album, So Icy, that was a hit-hit, like a hit-hit-hit, like ran through the the clubs in in, in the South, ran through Cincinnati because Cincinnati acted like it was from the South at that time frame, just ran through the entirety of everything. But there was a beef on payment and a beef on, like, ownership of the song. Cause they get it together, the collab, but like there's a beef on like whose album would it go on, and if whose album is going on, who's paying who for the feature, all types of shit. So there's a beef about that. That beef escalated by a lot. It and and mind you, we are not dry snitching because these niggas have said all of these things on wax that beef escalated a lot. And it was, a, it was some real street shit because back then, Jeezy was backed by BMF, Black Mafia family. He was backed mm-hmm. by them and Gucci was backed by a bunch of hood-ass, blood-ass and, <laughs> and so when that beef escalated, then it became, then the street niggas got behind it. And so when the street niggas got behind it, street niggas died. Street niggas died behind this beef. And that is before we get into Jeezy. Allegedly putting a bounty on Gucci's head, whether it was Jeezy or whether it was Blue Da Vinci or someone in BMF, they put a bounty on Gucci's head. A couple people in, in, in the camp came to collect that bounty on Gucci's head while he, with, while he was with Shorty. And I guess Shorty tried to set him up. Gucci shot and killed one of those men who tried to kill
2: him. Well, again, allegedly. So then. Gucci d- released a song called "Truth." In, vi- in this song, Gucci says to Jeezy,
1: "Dig your dead homie up, but he can't say shit." And if you're looking for the boy, I'll be in Zone Six, among other mm. very flagrant things. Mm. G- Jeezy got you know the stay strapped disc, the twenty four twenty three disc. Like these niggas th- have. Honestly, both of you niggas can do a 20 for 20 on their diss records to each other. I agree. And so, this beef has, has always been there. And it's, 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 it's even new Gucci, like the Gucci that got out of jail the last time, the, the, the Gucci clone, still didn't fuck with Jeezy. <laughs> like, rem- be- remember before he went to jail, when he went on that Twitter, uh, that Twitter rant, that epic Twitter rant, and he was like, man, who and out of nowhere, he was like, who y'all think the most three pussy-ass rappers are? Me, I think it's Jeezy, uh, Tip, and Guy. Oh That's just me, though. Like, literally, like, even new Gucci that came out when he did his in- in- interview with Charlemagne, he still was like, no, like, he tried me. That nigga deserved to die. Still called, was still calling Jeezy all types of bitch-ass niggas in the middle of the pool. Like, this is new Gucci. Jeezy was still not fucking with him. And so then when the verses came announced that it was Tip versus Jeezy. Jeezy admitted on the interview that they really wanted Gucci, but Gucci said no. And everyone was like, okay, that makes sense because y'all killed each other. Y'all killed people in this beat. So then, when Gucci announced that it was, that, babe, that was him, we all reacted mm-hmm. with the knowledge like, how the fuck <laughs> is this going to work? And then, just before we went on the air, Gucci posted a meme of someone someone's tweet saying "the diggy dead on me up," but he can't say shit with the, with the crying emoji.
0: Oh, I saw that.
1: And even the even the uh, even the announcement, Gucci called this man Snowcone.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Jeezy said, "Hey, little buddy, bring don't bring the clone, bring bring wop this bring WAP to the verses." So, my question for you: They've be been sorry. talking shit. My question for you, friend. Before we even get to who may win a versus, is this versus even gonna go down? (laughs) What's gonna happen?
0: You know what? I'll be honest with you. I pray to God they're gonna do this like a Johnson Austin and, and Babyface Battle. Please. Please. Like, in separate rooms, traditionally, how we was doing this shit back in fucking April, bro. Like, Them niggas don't need to be in the same fucking room. And then come to find out they have they're hosting a party at compound that like a concert at compound that
2: same day.
1: Listen, honestly and truly, um, from what I've heard, Mayor Keisha Bottoms, (laughs) Keisha Lance Bottoms, (laughs) is trying her damnedest to get that party canceled. Because honestly, fam. In Atlanta. But
0: that's about to be a bloodbath.
1: <laughs> you you in you couldn't you couldn't pay me to go to a Gucci Hell Man G Z no. dual situation in Atlanta at time pass. I,
0: you know what? I'm not gonna I like living.
1: I like I'm living. not
0: gonna hold you, Calvin.
1: You would go. I'm not even your, gonna hold
0: you. You would go Hell your, yeah, I would go. With your, with your, Hell with your, yeah. I'm sorry. And you know what?
1: You know what? this is because why we're in don't a pandemic.
0: we are we are a smack dab in the middle of a pandemic had this not been happening in the middle of a pandemic my ass would absolutely be there i'm sorry bro that's some epic shit that's so mind you now, mind the,
1: you alex is, uh, is also the type of girl who runs towards the gunshots in the fights when they break down so no no no,
0: no 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 i'm not that girl but like I, I absolutely would want to be there because in the off chance that niggas are actually peaceful, right, and that it's a good concert, you would have missed a classic.
2: Man, and the I'm playing, chance.
1: I am playing the percentages. Again, I am, I, we just talked about how practical I am and I, sometimes you hate how practical I am because I'll be on your ass, but you're telling me in a, in a beat where <laughs> not only did you kill my man, you rapped about it in a song and told me where to find you, I'm, honestly, I wonder how Jeezy's man feels about all
0: of this. <laughs> like, I wonder how. This- I'm not gonna hold you. I absolutely would be in that bitch. What? I, be I in that wonder. Bitch. And as a matter of fact, I'm gonna buy a section to go. I We're
1: wonder, short, bro. I wonder how Jeezy's man is looking down at Jeezy right now. <laughs> like, nigga,
2: <laughs> did you forget this man killed me? <laughs> and honestly, we don't even have to say allegedly because Gucci beat the murder case. Gucci beat the murder case because it
1: was self defense.
2: <laughs> Gucci
1: legally got away with killing your man's like, and you, and also Jeezy got an album coming out like Friday the Recession Two, and he he he's dressed like fucking Doug Funny's sister on the cover, and I just my I am confusion. I am confusion, and I just I really hope that I will be tuned into the verses. Absolutely sure. I think, I think this versus is going to break all the records that have been set by other previous versus. Um, you, you um, you're going to have a bunch of hood niggas watching it off their PS4s. You're going to have a bunch of, you know what I'm saying, like IG models trying to, trying to figure out how they can fly into Atlanta because they don't give a fuck about themselves. Um, honestly, honestly, maybe this is the reward for Atlanta and Georgia going blue. They were like, you know what? We'll give you Gucci versus Jeezy. Y'all already even found a cure for COVID in the hookah and the lemon pepper wing. Maybe this is, y'all, like, y'all reward. You know what I mean? Like, you know how, like, when you got straight A's in class, it, like, you get a pizza party at the end of the year? Maybe this is a pizza yes. party. Yes. Maybe this is a pizza party for them. Like...
2: I'm so but tired I'm just, of
1: you. But I'm really just trying to, like, fathom and wrap my head around, like, be, be the sheer audacity... <laughs> of all of these niggas involved. The sheer audacity of Swiss Beats, the sheer audacity of Timbaland, the sheer audacity of Versus Platform, the sheer audacity of Apple Music, the sheer audacity of Gucci, the sheer audacity of Jeezy, the sheer, the sheer audacity of DJ Drama, because if DJ Drama's not hosting this motherfucker, we have all fumbled it back here. The sheer audacity of all you niggas, because the, you have to have the audacity and the unmitigated gall and the temerity to think this shit's gonna work.
2: Yeah, they're wildin'. But with that being said being said, Gucci gonna win. Gucci's absolutely
0: gonna
1: win. I'm a I'm a Cincinnati nigga. So you gotta understand, like Cincinnati Cincinnati is a very Gucci heavy city. Like that nigga's that nigga, oh, yeah, Gucci, I'm a
0: Cincinnati ass nigga, bro. That nigga Gucci used to Cincinnati that nigga Gucci used to stay Gucci. in Cincinnati
1: on, on some
0: crazy shit. We thought Gucci was from Cincinnati as often as fucking here, bro. My young, dumb ass was in the Ritz, and I saw Gucci in the Ritz. Now, mind you, I was standing next to Braylon's father. That's a different story, a different day. But I absolutely, absolutely was in the middle of the Ritz at the Gucci concert, in, in VIP, drinking out of fucking bottles. I absolutely was. I had no business being there. That
1: nigga, nigga Gucci was in Celebrity so much, nigga.
0: The Ritz, celebrities. He Cameo. Would come here just to be here. Cameo. Bro, Gucci used to be here just to be here.
2: And it'd be wow. him and it'd be him and about thirty five niggas with him. Gucci's here just to be here. Okay. Ooh, I hope good and, times, I, hope, but- I hope and pray that by the time
1: this episode is released, that nothing has went down, and everyone is still as good as they were heading into the battle. Gucci got Listen. a baby on the way too. Gucci got like Gucci got a baby on the way. Jeezy's trying to rebrand as a talk show host. It's a lot going
2: on. Jeezy is trying to be.
1: I'm pulling up. I'm pulling up though. I'm pulling up in my like four xyt and um, Dead. I'm a I'm gonna try to find like some Dickies, uh, and, <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a find I'm to find like some 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 dunks. I'm a, I'm gonna pull I'm gonna pull up. You know, like it's like it's like it's like it's oh like eight.
2: You feel me? I'm gonna pull up.
0: I can't wait. I can't wait.
2: We're doomed. Like, honestly, I'm,
0: I'm geeked. We're, We're doomed. doomed. So, in the interest of time, I'm going to skip the second lockdown, but just so you niggas know, um, y'all, DeWine got on TV crying again about a 10 o'clock curfew, as if bars and clubs haven't already been stopped serving liquor at 10. That just means that your black ass need to be at home by 10. That's all that means.
1: Yeah, so also, it's, the last, it's the last call. I think they're moving up last call to nine.
0: Yeah, last call is going to happen at 9, which means nothing for me, bitch. I work brunch. Um, but last call is going to be at 9. You niggers need to stay in the house, get back to phase one. I'm pretty sure when Biden takes office officially in January, we're going back on uh, lockdown immediately, six weeks.
1: So The problem I mean, with lockdown, because and and, and, I've, I've, I've gone back and forth. I think we need it, but the problem is, you, you, you're, 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 you're locking people down, but you're not giving them money to stay in the house. And so, we'll so yeah, we'll see. It's, it's really fucked up because in all realisticness, none of us should be really spending Thanksgiving with our families with how the spike is. But it's really wild to tell people to skip a family holiday when they have to leave the house every day and risk catching COVID in order to go to work. So it's really wild for them to prevent you turn around and tell them like, hey, yeah, you can't spend it with your family, but you can go outside and work for us Black man, go attack him, boy, dance with me. And, but you're like, I want to spend it with my mom, and it's like, eh. So eh,
0: honestly, I can't really do that.
1: Honestly, I'm I so, I'm so sick of this shit. This is the worst. scenario. this is the worst scenario that we could have had.
0: Honestly, but I think for me again, um, I understand DeWine's position. He does not have federal aid to pay the citizens of Ohio to stay at home, but he also needs to create restrictions that keep us safe. So where's the line, right? I understand.
1: Honestly, that. for me, and I guess here's where we differ, but we differ in a little less aggressive manner than before. I understand all of that. But here's the thing with the DeWine. And so the goal, the, he's trying to do two, he's trying to serve two masters at the same time. He's trying to keep people safe, but also try to keep the economy open. And I think what we have learned right now is unless a stimulus check is coming, unless you're able to Put the paycheck, you know, protection shit back or unless you're able to get back to like March, April, like, you know, what I'm saying like bills, you know, what I'm saying that's money's not coming. So it's, it's, so it's those it's you, you're going to have to choose one of the, one or the other. You're going to have to choose to save lives and really shut down and really stop the spread. But you're going to sacrifice the economy or you're going to choose for the economy to flourish. But you're going to have to take off these restrictions right now. We're in a weird medium that's not really doing either one. Like, yeah, these restrictions are really still fucking up businesses. You have these, you have these, um, you know what I'm saying, the, 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 the limited capacity because of social distancing. You have the, the 10 o'clock curfews. You have all of this going on. You know what I'm saying? As like a have measure, but businesses are still fucking dying every day. They're still, they're still closing the doors every day. And also, we're at a new peak for COVID cases. So you're trying to serve two masters, and you're literally serving neither one. So I really, I just want him to make a choice. If you if you're gonna choose, I, I would choose to save the lives, but I also understand if he chooses to save the economy. But you got to make a
2: choice at this point, right? This half this half ass shit is doing neither option. Yeah, I agree. I don't know what to say. Like, I
1: it's a tough position, and and and, I'm, and you know, it's a tough position because literally the worst case scenario, like you you've you've hamstrung these businesses all year, these businesses have had two months of normal activity. in January and February for a lot of these businesses is the slow time of year anyway. So, so by the time they're going to ramp up, COVID hit. And so a lot of these businesses now need the holiday, need Q4, you know, in a business sense to make their books. Or otherwise we're not going to survive. But now we're in the highest possible peak of cases because guess what? All of the outside dining and outside social distancing doesn't work when it's fucking 35 degrees outside and people are going right. inside more, people are going indoors more because it's fucking cold outside. And now, and now we see these cases spiking. And like, it's really fucked up. You're, te- you're, you're closing the schools and you're telling them, you know what I'm saying? I can imagine being a, a, a parent but, and being in the service industry. You're closing the schools and telling my child to stay home, but I still have to go to work. Who's taking care of these kids? You know what I mean? And, and, but, but when you compare that to a Germany or Europe where we're keeping the schools open and closing the restaurants, because guess what? Kids, here's the fucked up part. Kids follow the rules better than the adults do. So if you have proper social distancing in place for children, they generally follow the rules. Adults, on the other hand, don't do that shit because I'm grown. So it's just... I understand, I understand DeWan's in a tough position, but I really want him to stop trying to lecture us without make, shitting or getting off the pie at this point. And I'm really embarrassed at how much we praised him early, because once he got that big homie call from Trump,
2: he folded like a fucking chair. Ooh, you actually hated to see it. Like, he folded
0: quick, too
1: like like he 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 folded quicker than that lawn chair that you should have thrown out three years ago
0: baby listen anywho because i don't want to spend so much time talking about that fucking pandemic this fucking pandemic um you mentioned something and i want you to expound on it of course We talk a lot, especially as a woman, we talk a lot about our love languages because we're taught that. like We're taught to figure out what love looks like to us and Mm -hmm. how to express it. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think men are always given the space to do that. So when you mention that, what do you mean?
1: So boom. (laughs) I so boom, right? So love languages aren't just a a woman situation. I think men have the same love, love languages that women do. So if you're a woman that likes to receive gifts. You're probably with a man, you know, a men, there's men out there who also like to receive gifts, men out there who likes acts of service, men out there who like words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch, all that shit. But because of, part of it is kind of the, the, the overcorrection, right? Like, women have felt like they have been, not, not even felt, because it's, it's factual. But like because y'all have been silenced a lot of times and like you' you're, 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 you're what you're looking for in love and what you need in a, in a, in a, in a, in a relationship that we've over course corrected and, and, and we've, we've kind of people have kind of became the same people but hate it and so if this really manifested to me in the discussion about the PS5. <laughs> like literally and I, and I know Twitter social media Instagram' is jokes but literally like if you're if you're it was a bunch of women, not all, not most, not, not a lot. You know what I mean? But it was a, it was a decent sized amount of women who just reflectively
2: gagged at, at getting something that your man has expressed that he wanted. And it's like, what about, what about a man being happy makes you
1: reflectively just react in that manner? I think that's a question that we have to ask ourselves, right? It's because it's like, you know, you know what your, what your, how your nigga is acting in, in your relationship, your relationship, situationship, fuck buddy, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Your throuple. I don't give a fuck. Whatever you want to call it. You know how your nigga is acting. You know what your nigga is doing, right? You know what, and you know what you're requiring. You know what you're asking. So my question is, especially during the holiday season if if the if, if the man that you're seeing if the man that you're dating if the man that you are love asks you and is legitimately asking like hey this is what i want this is what makes me happy and he's done he's checked off enough boxes for you to still be with him in november why does it reflectively make you mad i understand a not aff- in a in a sense of not affording it right like i understand that like you know what I mean? Sometimes, like nigga, the pandemic has fucked up everybody's pocket. So, like, if it's a not affording it thing, that's one thing. But then also, it's a talk to, it's a talk to your nigga thing. Like, hey, I can't. I don't have it right now. You know what I'm saying? I, I ain't. I ain't got just five hundred to drop on a, on a, on the game system right now for you. However, if that's really what you want, and that's really what you want me to get for you, we'll figure out some shit. You know what I mean? We'll figure out something. That that's different than. No, nigga, I'm not buying you what you want because fuck you. And it's like, oh, if he he is doing enough for you to still be in a relationship with him, where is the logic of you not giving that man at least something that he's asking for? Does that make sense? Because if he's acting up badly, why are you still with the niggas?
0: (laughs) I'll be honest with you. Women only really talk about matching energies when the energy is about some negative shit, when it's about some tit for tat petty shit. And before y'all fucking leap in my goddamn mentions, think about it. When a man is treating you well, right? We were typically reward men with sex, let's be honest. Like, when a man, we talk about, and I do it too. I'm not, this is, when I say we, I'm also including myself in criticism. It is
2: a man the that I'm we. investing.
0: Right. The royal we. But like when when a man is treating me well. Right. The energy that I reciprocate to him is saying, OK, what can I do to invest into you? That's what I but I had to train. That wasn't always the case for me. I had to grow into that. I felt like, OK, if this nigga's is going out of his way for me, making sure that my needs are met and I'm happy 360, I'm about to give him some ass. I'm finna put this pussy on him. And then my relationship because of that or of situations or whatever. Stop being as successful because then, nigga, pussy gets exhausting. Because even the man puts in a lot of work when it comes to hitting his ass. too. Le- I'm not lazy in that, in that aspect. I also don't have nothing to prove. But, like, you know what I mean? I was missing a vital part of the fact that men need to feel love and what looks like love to them as well. And, and so it can't, just be, a, it can't just be the Alex show. It can't just be, okay, well, he invested in me and he's learning me and all these other things. And so, but men deserve to be treated like bad bitches. I want to like men deserve to be pampered. Men deserve to be. If your love language is gifts, I deserve to cash you out occasionally too. Or
2: going out. I keep cutting you. I'm sorry.
0: It's just showing up for your partner in the way that looks like love to them, and it's about reciprocity. A lot of you bitches are selfish. You're selfish. And you don't give what you require. A lot of you can't. And that's a different topic for a different day.
1: So, and I think you, what you said was giving, giving love to him in a way that he accepts it. We hear a lot about love language mismatches, right? Like, if you're, right. a, if you're a words of affirmation type of girl, but I'm a acts of service type of negative, we, we have a problem that requires a compromise. He was like, "Why don't you tell me I'm pretty?" And when I'm just like, "I just built a TV stand for you," <laughs> but it's like, "But you need, you need to receive the love and how you receive it." And we ex- we accept that, we accept that from women. It's like I don't get because it's like I want what I ask for. We don't right. accept it. We don't accept that for a month. And I think a lot of times, especially when we get into, I don't like using the word bitter, but it's when when women are talking about relationships that have failed. They often, they always list the things that they did for their man. Like, girl, I did this. I watched his draw. I did this. I did that. And they expect that as just like the, just a, as a proof of like why they were worthy. And then my question that gets me cussed out is like, but is that what he wanted? Because if you're washing, if you're washing my draws and, you know, cleaning or whatever, but I, but I receive love and like words of affirmation and, gifts you're not doing what i receive it in you're giving me actual service it's like but i'm receiving words of affirmation i receive it in gifts so but like but, but also you realize you didn't learn your nigga because if you learned your nigga you would know what he
2: likes right i think that it's almost like this if i love roses i love roses
0: but me receiving roses is different than you receiving roses, especially if you're allergic to them. You're not going to, you'll appreciate the gesture, but it doesn't hit. It's not going to hit. I'm allergic to that shit. It That's awesome. the exact same way it feels like to receive love that doesn't read to you.
1: And so imagine if instead of like, you know, because again, play as fuck up. So say, say you're allergic to roses and I give you roses and you tell me you're allergic. And I'm like, okay, my bad. I, I didn't know. You feel me? I'm sorry. But then I keep giving you roses, <laughs> and then I keep getting mad on why you're not really showing me the love I feel like I deserve for these seventy dollar bouquet of roses. When you've told me probably multiple times I'm allergic to them. Every time you give me roses, they make me sneeze, and I get and I, and I have an allergy attack. Stop sending me roses. That's the same type exactly. of energy that a lot of that a lot of, not even a lot, but a lot of some of these women have. They only know how to give love in one way. So they continue to give love in the way that they always have given love. And they never take the time to think, huh, maybe this nigga doesn't love in the same way that my last nigga did. Or my, or my last three niggas have. I should probably, because again, if you care about the nigga, I should probably learn how, what his love language is. It was, and, and honestly, I think, especially in this patriarchal society we live in, I hate the fact that you taught me the word patriarchal. I've been using it every time. Um, <laughs> but women have a cheat code. You, you don't even have to. You don't even have to give the same way you're, that you've been given to. You just got to do something. It's literally like every, back when I was dating. If we went to dinner, and then we was going to go to a movie. If she, paid, I had in my mind like, all right, I'm, I'm paying for this dinner and this movie. All right, cool. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> let me, let me do the math. Let me, let me, let me adjust my shit. Let me make sure all my bills is paid. But then, you know what I'm saying? She was like, "No, I got the movie." Mind you, I still paid the more. I still paid more because the dinner cost more than the movie did. But I was like, "Oh shit, she paid for the movie." Oh, that's what, that's what's up. Like I'm, I'm out here like cheesing inside or whatever. Or if it's like, you know what, we, we just gonna go see the movie. You know what I'm saying? We just it's it's, it's a it's a Tuesday night shit, whatever. We just gonna go see the movie. And then it's like you know what? I, don't worry, I got snacks. I I, I got the big purse. For you know I mean? like I got some snacks. Fam, again, you're coming out ahead because like I'm still paying more in this interaction. But that little shit that you've done means so much to me. Partly because we don't experience that. Like, it's really, it's simple in that aspect to me. It's because it's like, fam, like if you really care about someone, you should you you should learn them. Because you would want them to learn you. Relationships are about communication. They're about constant communication. That's why they're so fucking hard. Like, I never have talked so much about my fucking feelings in my life. (laughs) Like, Jesus, fuck. I gotta gotta talk about this shit all the time? Like, I gotta update you on
0: this shit? Yes, because I need to know. Shit. I need to know.
1: But also, it's like, because you do that, and because they do that with you, you get the keys to what makes your person happy. And if you're and if you're that arrogant that you feel like you don't need to know the keys that whatever you're offering is going to make them happy, you're, 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 you're sadly mistaken. And then when he finally gives up and finds like she's not loving me how I need to be loved, I need to move on. Then you start throwing it in the face like he's such an ungrateful bastard because. Because he, he, did, he rejected all the things you did for him when you never stopped and asked yourself, was that the shit he actually wanted?
2: Right. Right.
1: That's, like, I, I don't right. know how else to I say I mean,
0: that. I understand that. But see, like, that's the thing. I completely understand that feeling. It's like, dog, I'm, I appreciate the efforts, but you missed the mark because you weren't listening. Because you didn't want to. And that's what it boils down to. You missed the mark because you didn't want to listen to conversations that did not center yourself. It's not hard it, if it, you truly it's like him. Not hard. It's it's the thing, and here's the thing: the bigger part about it is, if you truly like him, like truly, truly like him, investing and in paying attention into him isn't hard. You have to just stop. You have to get out of your way. You have to stop saying. You have to put aside you and your self interest for a minute and just give that male. What he's asking for. If it's hey, feasible. And if it's not feasible, you need to communicate.
1: Facts. Hey, and honestly, hey. I ain't like, got it
0: right
1: now. And honestly and truly, it's like, when it comes to this, men are, are hesitant to open up because we've never been asked before. Like, babe, you know how many times people have asked me what I wanted and I'm just like, I don't know because no like, I've, never, I've never been asked this question before, so I've never had to really formulate a thought. But it's also like, it's, right. very, it's very simple to just pay attention to what to what the nigga likes. Does he does he, he does he spend a lot does he spend time playing video games? Does he is, he is he always looking for shoes? Is he always like you know what I mean? Like, you know, checking some shit out. Like is he like what 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 interest this nigga does this nigga have? That Do you know this thing, thing that nigga's I was hobbies? good at Do you know this right, nigga's hobbies? That
0: was, a, <laughs> that was the thing I was really good at in my last relationship. I pay a lot of attention. I've always paid a lot of attention. The decisions that I make are a reflection of whatever, what my interests are, not a reflection of what I know, okay, or what I actually paid attention to. I pay a lot of attention. I pay, I've always paid attention to detail. I've always paid attention to the small things.
2: The, the things that I let get me.
0: Right, the breadcrumbs do be there. You got to just pick that shit up. You got to want to. And I think a lot of times with women, we get into relationships because, or get into our entertain men, not even get into relationships but we entertain men that we're not all that interested in.
1: And so, and I think we, we it, y'all do that. I think the reason why y'all do that is because part of the time it's been, it's been, hurt people hurt people, right? And like, we know there's been times niggas, and I am niggas, have entertained a Shorty just because she was there. Like, she was, like, you may have been down bad a little bit. You may have been lonely, and Shorty was just there. And you're just like, all right, fuck. And, but like, that no matter if it's gender swap, it's still not okay. But it's also, right. if you choose to entertain someone you don't really fucking like, you therefore you don't get the right to then complain about this nigga
0: bobbering you. Right, because you asked for that shit. Yes, that nigga's gonna be a fucking pain in the ass, but this, guess what the fuck you signed up? That nigga to be a pain in the ass.
2: Because honestly, what you could've truly- done,
1: is left that nigga alone and, and, and chose peace. You could have chose peace, but you chose chaos, and now look
2: at you. Choose Stupid. peace always. Choose peace. You know what?
0: That is exactly how we're going to end this here recording. That is my positive note, Calvin. Choose peace. And act accordingly. If you are choosing peace, that means that you are making the active choice to choose to live a life that is peaceful. And I hate it. Really fucking sucks not being in the studio, guys. So my apologies. But, um, Calvin, what's the positive note you'd like to end us on?
1: <laughs> you mean Mr. Negative all day? All, all the entire podcast?
0: Listen, sometimes it is what it is, bro.
1: Um, my positive note is remember that nothing lasts forever. And I mean that in. A way that keeps us grounded, but also keeps us kind of optimistic. Um, When you're up, nothing lasts forever. When you're down, nothing lasts forever. Understand that situations, seasons, positions, they all change. Excuse me, they all change. And so if you're in a down season, remember that, you know what I'm saying, that that time is not going to last forever. If you're in the up season, if you're up, if you're doing good right now, remember to keep humble because there's a time frame where that's not going to last forever as well. So nothing lasts forever. Cherish, cherish what you have and continue to move forward because sometimes we, all we got is to be able to move forward. And no backward steps, no looking back. Spaceships don't come equipped with rearview mirrors. They keep did. Moving, keep moving forward because nothing lasts forever. And sometimes that's the best thing you can hear. That's my positive God note. God be
2: good
0: when it God really do be good when it comes to that, huh?
2: Listen.
1: But that's my positive note. Um, and also, the world could be ending tomorrow. So send that nigga some titties today. And, <laughs> and uh, signing off is your boy C. Diddy.
0: It's your girl, Ali Nicole. We are out.
1: Hey. Yo,
0: I'm about to take a chance. Yo, blindfolded with the
1: free throw. Let mama playing good defense. Two seconds on the clock on Gonzalo. About the
2: show, about the show, about the show, my shot. Yo, about the show, about the show, about the show, my shot. Yo, girl, I pick you posted. I swear, since you never stole your t shirt.